0: Hey everybody, welcome to Stock Bites for Tuesday, August 18th. We have a fun show in store for you today. Trey and I talk about his previous week in the markets, interviewing for jobs, we get company-specific on Rocket Mortgage and Planet 13 Holdings, and we unveil a new game on the show. In honor of the NBA playoffs, we're going to have a, a stock-off or a bite-off, I don't know, I'm still in the name, but... The gist of it is this. We have a 16-company playoff where we try to figure out what one company we'd want to buy today and hold for the next 5 to 10 years. What's the single best company to invest in right now for the future? So today we break down the west side of the bracket, uh, seeds 1 through 8, to find out who moves on to the Elite 8. You can follow us on Twitter, at stock underscore bytes. You'll see that I've posted the bracket uh, and who we choose, uh, chose to move on to the next round. You can tweet us, you can let us know what you think. Did we make the right choices? As always, you can shoot us an email at stockbytespodcast at gmail.com. Like like and subscribe wherever you listen to the show. It helps. Alright, let's get it. when you when you logged on there was a cat right next to you uh
1: am i it might be my no i got my whatsapp photo is a cat next to me
0: but that's it well, dude how are you how was your week
1: good man uh, i'm exhausted i'm like completely physically mentally uh broken but uh i'm good i'm good my life is just busy busy teaching classes um kicking ass taking names
0: Good man. Any update on the move to guitar and, and berries?
1: Yeah, I just uh, taught a class this morning actually. It was my first uh, class with uh, real people, non friends and family paying guests. Um, it went really, really well. It was sold out at 10 a.m. So the buzz about the new instructor is out, and uh, I feel like I represented really well. Um, got good feedback to m- the owners. Um, I'm waiting on a contract from Qatar. So hoping that uh, the money is right. Um, I really like Dubai. Um, I think it might be a little bit of a downgrade moving to Qatar. No disrespect to Qatar. Um, but yeah, if the money is right, the uh, the move will happen. And I'll be opening a studio, Barry's studio in Qatar, which would be really, really
0: cool and a great opportunity. Why not just stay in Dubai and keep doing it there?
1: Um that's, that's what I'm going back and forth on. Um, what would be awesome about moving to Qatar is being able to put on my resume that I opened a studio as a full-time lead instructor. Um, and Barry's has studios all over the world, everyone from Mexico to Australia. Um, and so I can either say that I was a part-timer in Dubai that picked up substitute classes, um, or I could say that I opened a brand new studio in Qatar and I um, yeah. was the face of that studio. So, um, it's all about, you know, repu- reputation and representation and, uh, um, going from there. So we'll, we'll see if the money's right. And, um, it looks like it'll be up heading out and a new adventure would be great. Um, so we'll, we'll see. How about you? How's the, uh, how's the job front on your side?
0: It, it's it's being unemployed. I've never been busier than being unemployed. We got, uh, you know, throw a baby into the mix. Uh, we're trying to finance a real estate deal here. We, we got the podcast working. I'm working on you know some other avenues of revenue for the podcast, and we're going to be hopefully announcing some pretty big things in the next week or two. Um, yeah, it's just there's not enough time in the day, and you know, it, it, it's 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 been fun to say the least yesterday i had an interview um you know this this company in dallas is looking for a a guy to represent their so they have like 400 million in discretionary assets under management and they run their own fund and they want to get it on with rias so wealth advisors to grow and the guy asked me what do you want to do and i was like you know that's a good really good question Uh, and I didn't, my response to the question that I gave him kept me up all night and I, you know, two o'clock last night, I'm, I'm in the living room writing down like what I should have said to this guy. And that's not the right question to ask. What I want to do is that's irrelevant. You know, I want to be a business owner and, and be a real estate mogul and, uh, you know, but those things take time to, to develop what i what do you need to do? I think is a more relevant question in, in an interview setting. Like I need to put, I need to put food on my family's table. Okay. How are you going to do that? Well, you know, here's how that directly relates to you. I've, you know, I, I raise money. That's what I'm really good at. And you're looking for somebody that raises money. I'm not saying that I'm going to work here for 20, 30 years, but, You know, you have a need, I have a need, they line up, I'll be the best fucking employee that you got for the time that I'm here. And I'm really good at what you're looking to hire. That should have been kind of the the gist of my answer, maybe a little less rough than that, but dude, interviewing sucks, man. It really, it really sucks.
1: Okay. That's yeah, that's an interesting, that's an interesting way to, to look at it. I don't know. Cause I think the answer you gave of like, what do you want to do? Uh, the response you just gave right there was pretty darn good. I mean, he could have, he could have set it out of like, what's your one year goal? What's your five year goal? What's your 10 year goal? That's the Lululemon kind mm. of like, how do we help you? And that was one of the cool things about working for Lululemon is like, even if it's not working here for the next 10 years, what is your five, 10 year goal? And we want to help you pursue that. Right. So I don't know. Maybe he's trying to learn about who you are as a person outside of, uh, outside of what you could bring to the business of like, what are your goals? What are George Murphy's goals? And um, in, you can learn a lot about a person by, like you just saying, I want to be a business owner and a real estate mogul. Um, may have been indirectly what he was kind of looking for. I love that, that it kept you up at night. You were like writing all the different, if yeah. I could go back answer this question, this is what I have to say to him.
0: Look, I mean, I got my whole notebook right here. It's just handwritten, The whole legal pad page of what I would, what I should have it's said, pencil. what I, what I'll say next time, and uh, yeah, two, two, two in the morning last night, rolled out of bed and was like, I, right, I, I'm not sleeping. I need to write some of this stuff down. So, anyway, how's how your, uh, how's your week in the markets?
1: Uh, I'm out, man. I'm completely out. Uh, I've had my second week of red. Um, I'm watching a lot of my profits disappear, and I said, you know what, I'm going to pull out. Um, so right now, I am uh, doing my very best not to put any money in back into the market. Robinhood uh, Robinhood makes you keep your money in the account for five days without trading it before you can send it back to your bank. Um, I then plan on putting quite a bit of money into uh Planet 13, which I'm sure we will get to, ticker PLNHF. I'm sure we'll get to that later in the discussion. Um, but right now, it, like, you know, I sold everything last night um, at, at a loss, at a big loss. I mean, like, I'm still up mm-hmm. um, 40% gains overall. So it's still, my my time from COVID lockdown to right now has been successful. Um, but a lot of success I watched disappear. But I'm realizing that I'm staying up till midnight last night with such a busy, important day with berries. Uh, This morning um, that there's so much going on in my life that I'm going to be sitting out of the game of at least the volatile penny must pay attention to it all the time stocks. Um, I'll put a couple of thousand into things that I have faith uh, growing in the next 10 years. Um, but right now I need to focus on whether or not I'm moving to another country. I need to focus on where, um, I'm going to be working. So these are, these are things that I'm paying attention to right now. Um, I will be back in the game. I'm also a little burnt out, you know, um, I'm a little tired. So, um, emotionally drawn, I'm not making the right choices that I normally do. So I need to miss it again. And by, by stepping away for a while, that's going to help.
0: We talked about that last week, you know, at, at what point does the mental stress become not worth it anymore? Because the, the look, we've talked to a, a market technician. We've talked to a, an options trader. We've talked to an ETF guy, you know, a passive person. I'm a buy and hold equity guy and you're a penny stock guy, right? Yeah, there's there's tons of the rush. Yeah. Tons of different ways to, to do investing and finding the, it, it, you have to. You should do it, right? It's it's important to building wealth over the long term. You know, we don't. It's one of the few things that are actually increasing in value uh, that that you have access to. It's not like you can go out and buy a commercial real estate building. And, but you know, finding the the right path that meshes with your the time that you have available in a day, the stress that you want to have. You know, I I, I would think that. Options trading, which you had talked about getting into, and penny stock trading are the two most stressful ways to invest because those are the two quickest ways that if you make a bad investment, you can lose a lot of money quickly. Yes. You know, especially add on top of that, you're on the other side of the world and trying to keep like Dubai hours for your work and your social life and United States hours for your trading. That's a a big ask. So good. I'm glad that you... I'm glad that you recognize that uh, you need yeah. a little bit of a break and
1: yeah and, and don't be wrong I I've come out on top uh, but like you know I was higher on top and so I was like damn but I watched that go I even woke up today and watched the stock that I'd sold you know go up 10% while well, I after I sold I was like you got to be kidding me I've held on to this for the last 2 weeks yeah um and that will emotionally pull you and you know it's difficult to like not try to chase back in after it's gone up um, so I'm really holding off. Uh, it's sitting in my Robin hood. It has to be there for like four trading days and it's going to be the longest four days of my life.
0: Just take a, take so, a break, man.
1: I'm yeah. Which is that. what I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I've got a move to make. And, uh, once I settle into like a new place and a new job, um, I, I'll jump back in, but right now I'm, I'm enjoying not being in it. So
0: planet 13 has done very well.
1: It has quadrupled since I have recommended it to you.
0: What, what so up four hundred percent? I think I'm up a hundred and fifty percent since since you recommended I'm up, it I'm up
1: a crazy amount. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that was a nice little re- reminder after I, I had a big beating in Robinhood to go over to my TD Ameritrade account and be like, oh yeah, there's that thing that's now four dollars a share.
0: Yeah, that crushing. We got so in it. Some of their I haven't looked through their um, you know Q1 earnings report, but just some of the headlines, uh, they were in line with earnings per share. They beat on revenue. And we we'd talked in the past they were going to open up a dispensary right across the street from Disney World or Disneyland, whichever one is in California. And they pulled out of that deal. Um, for whatever reason, the, the deal to acquire the land didn't go through. But they're fucking crushing Las Vegas right now. Yeah. And people are starting to get on board. It's It's been a nice ride so far. We, You and I, I think, or definitely me, you know, I went back and, and, uh, and added some more money to that position yesterday. So I don't think this is a a run that's over, uh, for planet 13.
1: Yeah. This is a five year. This is a five plus year hold for me. Um, it's a long-term one. I see this getting only better and better. Um, all making the bet that pot is going to be legalized, um, which will only help um, they just recently got a license acquired to open up one of their second store locations in Las Vegas that they had been that really? had, had been pulled from them, and now they're going to be reopening that store. Um, you know, I love that the Oakland Raiders and now the Las Vegas Raiders. Fingers crossed oh, to yeah. get sports back. It's only—I mean, more and more people are going to start get, coming back into Vegas. Um, I think the legalization of marijuana is going to be um, pretty big, and so it's finding the names that haven't been hit yet. And even even though Planet Thirteen has quadrupled you know, or is up, you know, we're up hundred plus percent on it. It's still not wildly well known. So I'm looking forward to this becoming a more um, household name. I'm looking for this to be traded on the NASDAQ. Um, so it, right now it's an OTC. Um, once the Robin Hooders can take a bite out of this, I just, the potential is incredible.
0: Let's see here. So did you take a look at the, Sixteen-team single elimination bracket that I sent you. I did. I'm looking at it right now. What do you think? Yeah. So here's the idea. I love sports. I think you you greatly I like. I freaking it. I freaking love okay. sports. All right, I, I didn't want to mischaracterize you here.
1: Excuse me. Yeah. Uh, who, was the one, <laughs> who was the one that wanted to leave the Texans game early in London? Was it me or you? I can't. Remember. Oh, that was
0: me. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I love. I
0: love sports we that was such a fucking fun game man that yeah, was so cool i yeah, won every I'm, second i'm still so impressed by london's public transportation system hundred back oh, hundred thousand people there it took us 15 minutes to get on the to get home i mean i thought one... i
1: thought we we're gonna be there for the rest of the night and yeah. there was just tube after tube and we just took off man it was incredible yeah very
0: yeah. impressed um well so here's the idea nba playoffs just started and i figured we could do a stock playoff with the under the context of which one let's find one company that you and i both agree on is the best company to hold for the next 10 years and you know what i'd like to do today is go over the west bracket the west region so eight teams we'll talk about them both and and figure out which team would win in a series and which stock would win in the series and move on to the next round. And uh, over the course of a couple of weeks, we can whittle it down to, to find our champion. So, <clears throat> excuse me.
1: Do you have the tickers? Do you have the tickers on hand for these stocks as well? So that yeah. we can call them out. Okay, yeah, great. Good.
0: Um, good, good. So on the, on the, the West bracket, our seeding is our one seed is Apple. Our two seed is so a, a, P L. Our two seed is Facebook FB. Our three seed is Disney, D-I-S. Four seed is Netflix, N-F-L-X. Five seed is Adobe, A-D-B-E. Six seed is PayPal, P-Y-P-L. Seven seed is Exxon Mobile, X-O-M. And our eight seed is Visa, V. So, number one seed, Apple, taking on Visa uh, over the last 52 weeks. Apple's up 122% compared to only 12% for Visa. Apple today I think is priced at 457, Visa 197. You know, they both pay a little bit of a dividend yield. Apple has almost like 250% times the the trailing 12-month earnings per share than Visa. Apple's at $13 and Visa's at about 5. Apple's trailing 12-month revenue 273 billion compared to to 23 billion for Visa. So and then market cap, uh, where did that number go? Hey, look, man, Apple Apple's a two trillion dollar company. I think they're the largest company in the world and Visa is $424 billion. So first blush, what would you uh what would you Apple. isn't an argument that can be made for Visa?
1: No. I mean, Visa's a great company. <laughs> you got you got a lot of good ones on here, but I mean just Apple's gonna walk right over uh, Visa here
0: yeah uh, let's see here revenue growth
1: there's no there's no buzzer shot at the end here that's gonna have uh, visa bringing out the next generation iPhone or you know I'm, we're both sitting here with Apple headphones in our ears and uh, it's everywhere you're staring at a probably an Apple laptop are you probably maybe
0: yep on my MacBook uh, MacBook air
1: yep I am too uh, and yeah it's just gonna be around for forever um, and it's not going anywhere. God bless Visa, but uh, it doesn't stand a chance. There's no, yeah. there's no half-court shot that's gonna move this eighth seed past the first seed. There's no, uh, there's no upset potential here.
0: Yeah, and I apologize if you guys are hearing we have a yard guy outside whacking away with a weed rack whacker here. Oh, nice. Um, let's see forward EPS long-term growth. I mean, Apple's twelve, twelve and a half percent projected long-term growth. You know, three to five years, and Visa's is only at basically 10 so apple's bigger they have their hands in a lot more cookie pots oh one of the things that i wanted to talk to you about uh two things with apple have been in the news recently they're doing a stock split yes four for one and you know if my wife hears about it it means that it's become big deal it's a it's a bigger deal than I, i think people may know and just to put this out there if you have uh you know 40 share, well, how would you do this? It's four for one, right? So for every one share of Apple, they're going to give you four and it doesn't have any effect on the price, but there has been a run-up in Apple and you're also seeing it in Tesla when these companies have announced stock splits and people- I think
1: they, it splits the, it, the stock split and then the price is divided by four, right? Right. So there's, and in that there's way,
0: no change yeah. in the value of the, the stock that you hold. Right. And historically, companies would do this, you know, Apple's at 450 bucks a share, that eliminates some investors, they want to get down to, you know, 100 bucks a share so that more people can buy, it creates more demand. That's not, you know, with fractional shares. Now, I don't know if that's as necessary as it used to be. um, Because you can just buy 100 bucks worth of Apple on Robinhood, you don't have to have the whole 450 bucks. But people are thinking that once the split happens... People are going to go. What Apple's only hundred bucks? Let's go buy it. What happened? How did they get so cheap? And it's going to just create this. These people who are unaware and uneducated are going to look at it and go, "Oh, Apple is cheap again." Let's go. Let's go buy some and create that artificial demand. So you're seeing it in Tesla. Tesla hit eighteen hundred uh, a share yesterday. Uh, Crazy. Kind of on the the tailwinds of this stock split announcement. All right. Anyway, Apple, our number one seed, moves on to the elite eight. Up next, our number three seed Disney is taking on PayPal. Disney uh, right around one thirty a share. PayPal at one ninety six over the last fifty two weeks. And I think this is probably my most one of the most important factors for me in, in picking who I'm going to take here over the last fifty two weeks. Disney's down four four and a quarter percent. PayPal's up eighty five percent. Uh, Neither one of them are paying a dividend right now. Uh, Disney's had some tough earnings over the last year. Obviously, their parks have been shut down. Their movies have been postponed. The NBA, you know, sports has been postponed. But I think that they're starting to kind of roll out of that. Um, PayPal owns Venmo. Excuse me. And obviously, you know, there's on the, the back of this COVID thing, cashless payments um are going to going to continue and they have you know venmo is the number one peer to peer cash app out there and uh let's take a look at their earnings but while while i'm doing that do you have any any first blush uh ideas on who should move forward disney or paypal
1: oh that's another yeah it's another no upsetter uh hands down it's disney uh, you know, it's great to see uh, PayPal. I agree about Venmo, but there's just so many other alternatives. Uh, there's international alternatives. Um, you know, neither of those companies are here. Um, and like, you know, you can still find Disney left and right. There are Disney stores everywhere. Um, there, you know, Disney is now on um, on on your TV for subscription channels. Uh, there's no doubt in my mind that uh, Disney walks all over PayPal. There's too many competitors with PayPal for it to be um, this the only one out there for the next five, 10 years. And we won't be talking about the next upcoming Disney uh, competitor as far as the world of animation and creation and parks. Um, I think Disney will, you know, yeah, absolutely. Disney comes back uh, strong, just as strong as it was before covid um, and yeah, I think it's going to walk all over PayPal. Honestly, I'm surprised that Disney's stock is still dancing around 130 um, Of all the stocks that have recovered post-COVID, um, I, I'm surprised that Disney's taking so long to get back up to crazy high prices.
0: You know, they are they own all of Live Sports. They just bought all of Fox's, most of Fox's Live, live Sports channels and like regional sports channels. They have cruise lines parks movies animation you know espn it, it's such a huge conglomerate uh, yeah i'll tell you man going to disney world as an adult my my, t- my wife and i went maybe a year and a half ago i've never been more impressed with the company's ability to take money out of my pocket and right it was insane it was just how many things that you could spend money on there and Look, they'll bounce back, and I think that the biggest like if I'm going to hold something for the next five or ten years, you said it. PayPal is competing with Visa, Square, right? The the Cash App is the fastest growing peer to peer cash transacting, whatever you want to call it. And then you can also do investing; you can buy Bitcoin and Cash App, uh, all these types of things. Which you know, Square is owned by the, the you know, founded by the Twitter CEO. There's not a, there's not a there's not a lot of cost to enter into that space whereas to compete with disney it would take a extraordinary extraordinary amount of money so i think i'm on board with you here we're going to move disney on to the elite eight let me go ahead and type that in here up next i think this is interesting netflix our number four seed versus adobe our number five seed i don't i've never bought adobe i'm not super familiar with them other than you know fuck pdfs right but i think that they're into some some crazy shit like um you know they're they're part of the the technological push forward for for robots for augmented learning for all all this sort of stuff um you know admittedly I, i don't know a ton about that but uh, Netflix over the last twelve months has more than uh, just about doubled the revenue that Adobe did twelve billion to twenty two billion for Netflix over the last fifty two weeks about an even performance both are up close to sixty percent uh, My question for you is at what point does Netflix run out of people to get to subscribe
1: um they <laughs> They don't, and that's the beautiful thing about subscription is that it's month to month, and you know, to run out of people to subscribe, what a beautiful problem to have. I mean, they're currently expanding to India um, for just for your phone. They're offering subscriptions just for your phone package. Um, and they're just completely international. I think you actually hit it on the head by going, I don't know a lot about Adobe. And I think if you ask the average person, they would go, I don't know anything about Adobe, but there's not a person on planet earth that has never heard of Netflix, um, that has never not seen yeah. a Netflix TV show, whether it's been hacked or you actually own a subscription or you're stealing your ex-boyfriend's, girlfriend's subscription. Um, you know, it's just like, it's all, it's, I mean, Netflix will continue to thrive. I think they have already reached their biggest problem. Um, they might have it, um, they might experience it in the next quarter is that they've had to stop filming, um, because of COVID they've had to shut down. And so they will have less new products available. Mm -hmm. Um, their TV shows will be missing season two, but I think that will only make people hungrier. Um, I think Netflix is doing the right thing by going back in time. They're buying the rights to old movies, to things that we haven't seen in a long time. Um, and that's going to hold us over until they can start filming again. Um, so I think Netflix has already seen its biggest bump. I mean, it, it, it was successful during lockdown. It's gotten beat up over the last month or two um, because of, you know, people's not as many people subscribing um, but that's just because they have a lack of product, and with such a capital, um, COVID will eventually go away in the next, you know, couple months. Uh, um, these guys are going to come back stronger and stronger.
0: Yeah, forward EPS, long-term growth projections. Netflix over the next three to five years, the market is projecting that they grow their earnings per share by thirty-five percent, compared to fifteen percent for Adobe. And if you look at uh, PE multiples. Uh, for next year, so forward next year's earnings divided by today's price. Netflix is more expensive at 54, a PE multiple at 54, but Adobe's not cheap either at, at 40. And just the the revenue that uh, <clears throat> excuse me, the revenue that Netflix is is putting out, and the, and like you said, they're they're part of. Um, colloquialism for lack of a better term. They're part of the, the lexicon now. Netflix and chill. Ben and Jerry's has a Netflix and chill ice cream.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. No no doubt in my mind. I didn't know that, but I did know that kind of feeling.
0: Yeah. You know, I, I do think this is a little closer than and I, I think that our biases are coming through. Adobe um a lot of their, you know, operating margin higher than Netflix. Uh, gross profit margin ninety one percent for Adobe compared to forty percent for Netflix, and I do think that there is reason to think that the Adobe's you know being involved in, in tech and, and creating all these I don't know man, but the kind of the augmented reality, the you know that's a, probably a bigger growth addressable market than netflix which has been around for a while and like you said they are getting into india and um but i just so what can netflix do if they run out of people they can raise the price they can put in some sort of vpn deal that tracks how many people are logging on to your username and make everybody in your family pay but
1: I just don't see it. I just don't see them running out of people. Um, And if they literally have every single, uh, like the definition of running out of people is everybody watches Netflix. And what a, what a wonderful problem to have, because every month you're going to say pay the same price. Um, That subscription cost is never going to go away. Um, So that's just continued revenue. Um, And guess what? There's more and more people. Right, every day. we keep populating, baby, and they keep yeah. adding, and they're adding children's shows all the time. Um, you know, I we're starting to get more and more Japanese shows. We're starting to get more and more Spanish shows. Um, so it's just international. They're they've got a global. Stu- I mean, they got a studio in every continent. Um, they're filming all over the world. Um, yeah, they're just never going to run out.
0: All right, so Netflix is moving on to the Elite Eight. Our last matchup of the day, we have Exxon, our number seven seed versus Facebook, our number two seed. Uh, let's see here. Exxon trading about 42 bucks a share compared to Facebook at 20, uh, $260 a share. Over the last 52 weeks, Exxon's down close to 40%. Facebook's up close to 40%. And they're, these are obviously two different companies. Uh, two different industries. Exxon's paying an 8% dividend yield. Uh, Facebook doesn't pay one. But if you look at trailing 12-month earnings per share, Exxon at $1.68. Facebook at $8.19 earnings per share. So, uh, yeah, initial takeaways on Exxon versus Facebook. Facebook. Do you think that, um, I guess, Facebook owns, right, there's Facebook, and Instagram. So they got the millennials and the kind of the older generation and then everybody and younger is on Instagram.
1: Yeah, YouTube as well.
0: That's Google.
1: Google on YouTube? Yeah. Oh, all right. Keep going. Yeah.
0: And, <clears throat> excuse me, they, they have about the same P.E. multiple for next year. Uh, Exxon's at $27 price to forward earnings. Facebook's at 25 It's not a big difference in, in terms of valuation. And, look, the, I think Exxon has the potential, I I may argue that over the next five years, Exxon will be a a better play just because of where you're buying in right now. Um, That's a fair point. Right? Like the, just from evaluation, like if you Google Exxon renewable energy, there's tons of things that are popping up. And if you think that these big energy companies are going to miss out on solar Renewable energy, clean energy trends—you're crazy. These—they're the biggest companies in the space, and they have the money to do it. And once it becomes profitable enough for them, they're—they're they're going to make that happen. Uh, so I think the. Let's see here. Um, let's take a look at co- a couple of their growth. Yeah, forward EPS, long-term growth pro- projections over the next three to five years. Facebook, seventeen percent. Exxon, thirteen percent. Facebook better performing, higher growth projections, and kind of along the same line. They, you know, they're they're a tech company. They have the number one rated uh, messaging app in the world with WhatsApp, which they haven't yet figured out how to monetize. I think they're starting to try to do that in India, where they're trying to turn WhatsApp into WeChat over there, where you can do digital payments and send money peer to peer, that sort of stuff. And they have the number two uh, messaging app in the world with Facebook Messenger. So. Without, um, you know, if you don't object, I'm going to go ahead and move Facebook on to the elite eight agreed. All right. So in the elite eight so far, we have Apple going up against Disney. We'll, we'll tackle that next week. And then Netflix versus Facebook. I think this is going to get a lot harder. Uh, next round is
1: going to be very interesting. We're cleaning yeah. out, we're cleaning up the, uh, AAA colleges right now. Third division universities. It's the metaphor for Sweet Sixteen. Shut
0: up. Gotcha. Gotcha. We're g- we're knocking out all the lower seeds. Getting the uh getting the MAC. You know the MAC playing yeah. Duke. The right. You know Savannah State coming in as a 16 seed. That's what we'll crushed. do. That's what we'll do yeah. next
1: week. Is put a university to each. Uh, we'll we'll, we'll oh, yeah, once we fair. knock out the first yeah. round, is put the uh the metaphorical university next to the stock.
0: Well, app. Well, if if we're doing basketball. Apple would either have to be you know Duke or Duke like, down. like uh, the 1996 bulls with Michael Jordan right you know one of the uh, greatest, gotta... greatest of all time, right right and On the other side of the bracket in, in our next podcast, we'll touch on um, damn I'm just looking at this over the last tra- trailing 12 months, Exxon's negative they've wow negative free cash flow of 1.6 billion compared to 19 billion dollars of free cash flow for Facebook. That's insane, yep. but free cash flow is like all the money that you make, and and then you pay your expenses. How much money is left over to go to shareholders, and whether that's to pay off debt or to pay dividends with, or or you know invest in research and development? Uh, how much money do you have that's available to play with? And nineteen billion dollars is a lot for Facebook. Anyway, uh, next week we're going to have Amazon, our number one seed in the East, taking on Lululemon our number eight seed in the East. Microsoft, our number three seed, taking on at and I think that's that's probably a gimme. Uh, our number four seed, Walmart, taking on Coca-Cola. I think that's a pretty interesting one. And then our number six seed, Nike, taking on Google.
1: So why is Lululemon eight and Nike six? Market cap. Okay.
0: Yeah, Nike's a lot bigger. Lululemon's still a, technically a mid-cap uh, company.
1: Do you have a number seven over here? You have two numbers. I missed that.
0: It should be a, uh, it should be Nike.
1: Cool. Okay. Gotcha. Nike seven.
0: Yeah. Perfect. All right. So we'll, uh, I'm going to do a little more research next time. Yeah, that was pretty good. You know, that's pretty I,
1: good though. Yeah. But uh, yeah, when I don't think you have to do it for next week because we're going to be, we're going to be punching out some of the, uh, Punch out of the, some of the lower seeds, but then when we get to the next bracket, yeah. I think we all start to you really need deep to dive dives. in. Like Netflix yeah.
0: versus Facebook, that's a we're hell gonna have some match-up. debates.
1: Yeah, we're gonna have some we're gonna have some big old slaps, yeah. some slappies coming.
0: We're gonna have we're probably probably gonna have Amazon versus Microsoft, and you know Google's gonna run over if you if you have betting odds right now. Google's gonna run over Nike, and they're probably gonna run over either Walmart or Coke, whoever they play. Uh, yeah lead eight so i think google's got a chance to uh, to go streaking here where's yeah. jim nance we need to we need to give uh you know whoever wins this needs to get jim nance's tie definitely all right buddy that's all i got for you today uh this was fun i look yeah. forward to, to doing it. i'm going to actually post the uh, the bracket here on our twitter yeah let people follow along uh anything else Any any last comments before we get out of here um, tell me about Rocket Mortgage. Oh man, this is my, well, fuck man. They're starting to get some, you know, Yates Investing starting to post about it. They're starting to get some chatter from these guys that you're following. Um, they did in the, in the second quarter of this year, when they came public, they did $5 billion in revenue, which was equal to their 2019 revenue. So in three months, they did what they did uh, in in the 12 months of 2019, I think it's a awesome company, man. Um, they, they're tech focused and they're one of the, 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 the leader, they're already the leader in mortgage originations in the United States, but they still have less than 10% market share. And the people that they're going up with against are Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, banks, uh, these traditional, companies that are not quick to adapt technological revolution they're not quick to change you know their their marketing focus rocket mortgage is totally brand conscious brand aware um, tech savvy it's all done online you don't do any you know there's no uh, in eight minutes
1: you can be approved for a mortgage
0: yeah And so that's that's their main bread and butter. But they so they issue you the mortgage, they collect a fee from that. They turn around and sell those mortgages that they issue to the government and to secondary mortgage, you know, for for these C, uh, CLOs or CMOS collateralized mortgage obligations. So they turn around and sell those. They make a markup when they sell them to the secondary market. Then they turn around and service they service the mortgages that they issued and then sold. So they're making money on servicing the mortgage. They have the highest customer retention rate of any company in the space. So when people do refinance or go buy a second home, they're over, it's like 70% retention rate. So they're going to use rocket mortgage again and again and again. They're also expanding into Canada. They're uh, expanding into personal loans, auto loans, and they've also kind of started this real estate referral program. So, you know, uh, I think six or seven different revenue streams coming in and I think that they're, I I bought them in our IRA. I think this is just a a, a buy and hold and in 10 years from now, you'll be very, very happy.
1: Gotcha. Are you worried about the economy affecting these loans and the inability to pay them back? Are you worried about a housing crash after everything that's been going on or
0: sort of the, they don't take, <clears throat> excuse me, they don't take any credit risk because they hold the loan for maybe three days before they sell ah, it. To the so if man. the loan does default, it's not their problem.
1: They're just, they, the, they're just put people together.
0: Right. They'll make a little, they'll make less money on servicing loans, but they're not going to yeah, take a big hit from a bunch I of I love
1: clients. that. I absolutely love then, that. Okay.
0: We've come out, uh, Jay Powell has come out and said that interest rates are going to stay low for, Probably until twenty twenty two or twenty twenty three it's promising and the Fed is going to continue to pump money as much money into the economy as needed to keep things flowing and liquid. So I don't think you have real big um, macro headwinds facing you for at least a couple of years. And then in a couple of years you'll have you know maybe you have a new Fed chair, you have new people in in politics, and guess what? their main objective is going to be to keep kicking the can down the road and to push off this financial crash that's coming and when it does come it's going to suck and it's going to be the biggest one ever but it just the nature of politicians they don't want to let it happen on their term right so they're going
1: to keep they're going to wait
0: i think they're you going know to keep it alive. minimum 2 to 3 years for you know the next big macro headwind and in 2 to 3 years you're going to have a new you know new blood in in leadership positions, who are going to want to stay in leadership positions and do everything that they can to kick the, you know, to to push off the the eventual collapse to somebody else? Didn't happen on my watch, you know. Um, so I re- I really like this company, and you know they're they're just they're printing money, and on top of that, Dan Gilbert owns eighty percent of the shares only 20% of the shares are available to the public so they're a huge company they're already profitable and they have a relatively and low
1: really, low, not a lot of public shares yeah
0: right which is gonna that's that's a good thing for you know you want this kind of parabolic move up you need to have fewer shares outstanding so
1: right I'm okay. on board the rocket train great I'm excited thank you for uh, thank you for the education. I appreciate that
0: yeah no problem buddy well cool Love you, man.
1: I love you, too. It's been a good catch-up. And uh, yeah. keep me in touch,
0: okay? Yeah.
1: Stay right, bye, buddy. Bye. bye. Always. Bye.
0: High your shoes. Got a red dress on. Gonna let the fuse stay out till dawn. Whistle blows at the factory downtown. He changes his clothes. He's gonna paint the town. Avenues alive.